We're very thankful today to be joined by Paula Nixon. Paula is a community relations executive for Ameren, Illinois. Paula, thank you so much for your time. Good morning, Will. Thank you for having me on. So let's learn a little bit about you. How long have you been with Ameren, Illinois? How long have you been in this current role? Well, I'm a 35-year employee. Um, I, I, I crossed 35 years back in May. And I've been in this uh, current role for about 14 years now. And uh, do you enjoy the work? I do. I love what I do because I get to meet new people all the time. I get to be that go-between, I guess I'll say that liaison, maybe I'll put it that way, between the community and the company. And so it's, it's, it's very enjoyable to me. Well, we're speaking with you today in part because October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and you have a great story to share. Paula is a 10-year cancer survivor and has been in remission since 2017, and uh, you're happy to uh, talk about that. So tell us about your story. So, well, I'm going to say I've been in remission since 2013, actually. Oh, okay. Yes, I was uh, diagnosed back in, uh, uh, well, sub- September 17th, 2012, and um, went through the um, all of the needed surgeries, the required surgeries, I'll say, uh, went through chemotherapy, came through, and I have been cancer-free for these past 10 years. I'm walking into my 10th year, and I've been cancer-free since. Uh, was diagnosed um, at an advanced stage. I'll say um, I'll go ahead and say stage three C was the stage at which I was uh, diagnosed, and um, it was shocking to me because I'd been a person who'd always gone and had my annual mammograms because my mom was a breast cancer survivor. And I'd always had, well, from the time of, from the age of 25 on, I'd always had my mammograms done religiously. So from one year to the next, I had gone into, my cancer had advanced um, to a higher stage, to a stage of nothing, actually, from one year to a stage of 3C, the following. Well, obviously, it highlights the importance for women and others who have had families with cancer to get screened on a routine basis. Most definitely. Uh, I spoke with a group last night, a group of um, college ladies, uh, young college ladies, actually. And I told them how important it is to be screened every year. Uh, Have your annual mammograms done. And on a monthly basis, uh, I suggest that women and and the American Cancer Society suggests that women do their own breast self-exam. It's so important because we notice the changes in our bodies before anyone else does, you know. So do your self-breast exam and also do your annual mammograms. I know you like to talk about how supportive your husband and son and and daughter were throughout the course of that uh, process. Yeah, I I do. That's the one part um, that... um, sometimes chokes me up well because I know I put them through a lot not intentionally um, but I put them through a lot during that time of our lives and um, 
you know, but any cancer patient, cancer survivor, uh, when they're going through, when they're going through their illness, when they're going through their treatments and even their recuperation time, it's so hard on the family. And I was just so fortunate to have a great support system. My husband, uh, from the day of diagnosis, uh, throughout each and every chemotherapy treatment. I'll tell you this, when I went in for chemo, when they saw uh, me, they saw him. Both of our kids were off um, away at uh, college at that point. And so they were not here, but my husband was, and and, you know, I, I was actually very happy that they were not here to see things that I was going through at that time when they would come home for holidays i was just mom you know maybe mom with no hair but i was mom you know and so but my husband held my hand through everything every single step yes and i know how important that is because i've been the caretaker for people who have been sick family members throughout the course of my life and just being there to answer all of the various questions that medical staff have and to make sure that prescriptions are filled and to make sure that the paperwork goes through and the email doesn't bounce back and all of that kind of stuff that comes along with it um it's a lot and, and so it's it's so important and uh, and it sounds like you definitely had that it is it is important will that person you know that that person who's going through it, it you know it's it's almost like i call i call my husband for everything though when i'm doing anything i call him my security blanket so uh it, he was like my security blanket and not so much it was just his presence because i can't imagine going through that alone i i i've been the caretaker uh i was the, my mom's caretaker who died uh you know from a subsequent form of cancer not from breast cancer but from a different uh form of cancer i'd seen my father you know suffer through cancer but my mother my mom and i were both there for him and my brother we were all there for him uh my mother i was there for her and uh, i had also had a younger brother to die from cancer when we were younger and you know our whole family was there and surrounded him with love of course so it's wonderful when you have that family you know and those friends surrounding you with love and taking care of you so yes he was my security blanket <laughs> and i'm told that during the course of your treatment your husband said he was going to have a surprise for you when you finished uh, chemo what was the surprise Oh, yeah, he did. He t um, so my husband, uh, for many years, he's been, you know, uh, I guess the past 25 years, 25, 26 years ago, um, he started uh, buying, um, well, classic cars, what we'll call classic cars. And uh, he's always been a car buff, though, even before then. And so um, he told me, when you make it through chemotherapy, I have a surprise for you. So I thought he was going to do something like, I've been on him. I, um, the kids were, you know, 
kind of out, you know, halfway. I told you they were away at college. So we had some extra space. So I thought that maybe he was turning uh, one of the bedrooms into a storage. I, I always wanted like a whole bedroom for my closet. Well, so and don't ask me why. Sometimes I shop a little bit too much. But anyway, <laughs> I thought he was making me a closet, to be totally honest. Well, I uh, came home one day and um, the garage door was disabled. And I'm like, oh, my God, the garage isn't working, you know, when I push the clicker or whatever. And so I call him and because his car was there. So I call him and I'm like, the garage door isn't working. So anyway, he's like, oh, OK, well, come in the house or just stand there. Let me come and open it manually. So he pulls the door up. And my surprise was a 1965 Buick Special. And she is totally beautiful. Uh, that was back, uh, he gave her back to me in 2014. He had her for a year and she was being restored. Uh, he found her and she was a complete rust bucket that she hadn't been taken care of, you know, good care of. But he'd had her completely restored and he's, He's in a car club, so all of the guys had done some work on it, you know, engine work. They put these special uh, rebar lights in it, and, you know, everybody had done something special, and, the, and she's beautiful. She's a convertible 65 Buick Special, and she is my girl. Yes, we hit the road, and I don't even like people to ride with me. I'm selfish like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand the name of that Buick Special is Beulah. Yes, that's her. I named her Beulah because she's an older girl. She's, I mean, she's my age. And uh, I mean, I mean, it's fitting. She's a beautiful Buick. And her name is Beulah, yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I know that uh, since your diagnosis that you've been an advocate for finding a cure and have organized a number of events. Uh, tell us about those events that you've organized to help uh, raise money and advance the cause for uh, cancer research. Well, we do. Um, I'll start with um, our cruise with the cause. Um, co-workers, my husband actually uh, gathered some co-workers together uh, to start cruise with the cause, Will. And um, here in our local um, area. I'm located out of the Belleville office. And my first year, uh, my first year back after being out for a year with cancer, they decided that they wanted to have this car cruise. And so um, I spearheaded it and my husband invited car, car clubs from all over. Uh, there are so many car clubs and, you know, in Southern Illinois. So we started off that first year with maybe 50 cars here on the Ameren parking lot, actually. Ameren allowed us to use the facility for the car crews, and it was great. And there are different ways. We sold refreshments. We sold T-shirts. Coworkers were so supportive. Car club members, um, our car club members, and also our sister and brother car club members were so supportive. We're always able to raise funds that we donate to the American Cancer Society. That's our cruise with a um, with a cause. And uh, we just held one the end of September and raised a few thousand dollars for the American Cancer Society. But I also host other events. I'm a well, I'll say that I'm a member of the board of the 
board of directors for the St. Clair County and Madison County American Cancer Society. So we support uh, we support them in any way we can because I'm an advocate uh, for cancer research. I'm an advocate for finding a cure. Um, maybe one day having a world without cancer. You've heard my personal story with my mom, my dad, my brother. How great would it be, you know, to have a world without cancer? And um, so that's why I'm such a strong advocate. And uh, upcoming, we are hosting an event. Uh, I'm working with this on the American Can- with the American Cancer Society, an event called a Super Bowl luncheon. Not an S-U-P-E-R, but a super, S-O-U-P-E-R, bowl luncheon. And we are going to, um, well, it, it, it explains itself. Not a lot of explanation is needed. We're going to have a luncheon where soup is the star, different uh, types of soup. But what the way we'll raise money is that we're selling the soup bowls. So, um, and then you come, you sit down, you have a luncheon, uh, you have one bowl of soup and it's like, oh, that was good, but maybe I'll try this bowl, you know, kind of an all you can eat soup buffet. So we've done that and just, just different things that we've done to raise uh, funds for the American Cancer Society. We're visiting today with Paula Nixon from Ambrin, Illinois. She is a community rela- uh, relations executive with Ambrin. I also understand that in 2014 you were featured in the Lady Footlockers I Can Do This campaign. How were you selected and how important was it for you to share your personal story in that venue? You know what? That was fun, Will. It, it was a whole lot of fun. Um, it, I was selected by, um, well, the American Cancer Society, uh, the local American Cancer Society submitted my story and my photo to the larger campaign, which was run by, again, Lady Footlocker, and I was selected by them. And so there wasn't any traveling involved. There wasn't travel involved. But what happened, they did these really cool posters, and my poster with my picture was hung uh, in the New York area. They they had different uh, posters with our stories on them. Uh, hanging, uh, different survivors, I should say, but uh, mine was hanging, I know, in the New York area, and I do, I have uh, one of the posters proudly displayed in my basement, and <laughs> it's kind of big, but yes, I'm proud of that, um, but it was it was just really fun knowing that I was hanging somewhere, my, my picture, my poster was hanging someplace in, I don't know, in Times Square maybe, but someplace in New York. And somebody was able to see my story and see that I made it through. I survived, and they can too. They could too. And Paula, is that really the takeaway as we bring this to a conclusion that cancer certainly is something that can uh, come out of nowhere? In a sense, you were getting regular screenings uh, whenever you were diagnosed with a stage three C breast cancer back in 2012. Um, but despite the fact that it can come out of nowhere, that people can have hope if um, and have more hope, really, if they just take the right steps to prepare themselves. 
Well, I think you've summed it up. Uh, we have to engage, we have to educate, and we have to empower ourselves. And that empowerment comes through our self-examinations and our mammograms. And um, if something is detected, then, you know, the earlier it's detected, the better. The earlier any cancer, any form of cancer is detected, the better. So, again, engage, educate, empower. Beulah, thank you so much for your time, Beulah. My goodness, I'm thinking about the Buick again. Paula, (laughs) thank you so much uh, for your time today, and we hope that you have a great one. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me on.